Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. This is a horror movie podcast. This is our news edition of the show. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Thank you. It's a pleasure and an honor to be on this week's episode. Okay then. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we talk about horror movie news uh, on this uh, part of this uh, this episode of the show. Uh, so, obviously, looking for our movie reviews. The big one this week, of course, is The Invisible Man, which Ooh. would have been up last night for patrons, gone up tonight for for everyone else. So, look out for that. But we do have uh, some box office figures, which I know Tim always requests. <laughs> yes. uh, and we do have uh, some, news, some news. of 2020. Is the hot new segment? It's the favorite segment. People have been out. The support Tim has been <laughs> pouring out of the fan base for the uh, box office figures. They love it. They love the box office figures. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, so it's actually kind of a later news week. Uh, you know, last week I had mm. like you know, like maybe like fifteen tabs open or something like that. This week, mm. not as many. Uh, before we get to trailers, so mm. the last week of February usually is a big week for horror fans. So. That's surprising. Okay. <laughs> sometimes, you know what? Like, I've not been awake for a long time, and sometimes Tim's humor is, like, hard to process when you're not, like, fully awake. I've got an energy drink here to try to pet me up a little bit, but, like, I feel like trying to process Tim's logic and the way his mind works at this time is just difficult. Yeah. And when, when you say you haven't been awake very long, you don't mean, like, sleep-wise. You mean, like, your soul wise like you've yet to <laughs> open yourself up to me I, I thought i had opened myself up to you tim i thought we shared a special <laughs> moment well we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the cave stays in the cave yeah <laughs> exactly mm. okay I start off with the box office then, uh, and box mm. office mojo's let me down. I don't have the weekend there yet, but luckily Deadline has uh, their uh, list up for me, so I can still look at it. Um, and we did make guesses last week. In fact, let me just retrieve those. Ooh, we made guesses last week. Uh, so I guessed twenty-five million for okay. the Invisible Man, and you guessed for th- you guessed thirty-five million. So we did okay. make you know, well the different guesses. But, you know, that's what we guess. Obviously, Visible Man was a big new movie of the week. Uh, so, mm. I can tell you, it's number one. A horror movie is number one. Yes. Nice. <laughs> and I felt like I said something like a week or two ago where we said, mm. like I said, we should think of something we should do whenever there's a horror movie that makes it number one. But we haven't thought of anything <laughs> yet. So, we'll just go, yay! <laughs> we'll slime you. Tim, <laughs> keep it PG. <laughs> Uh, apologies to, to anyone at home who just feels uh, I don't know disturbed that Tim just threatened to uh, slime them uh, <laughs> <laughs> apologies he does not represent the views and opinions of Screams but After Midnight LTD uh, <laughs> it's okay when a little green ghost does it but <laughs> I can't talk about it come on alright so Invisible Man was number one and it actually made uh, 26 million so I was Ooh. I was like almost by on pretty- yeah, interesting. So, so I will take that point. So, yeah, <laughs> Invisible Man. Can score now. <laughs> oh, we can keep score. Yeah, people we'll know at home who's winning. Uh, so now I will uh, take that one. Uh, that's a solid opening weekend for a, a low-budget horror movie. I think that's that's perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. So, and uh, hopefully the good word of mouth, which it seems to have, will uh, mean it has some legs for a few weeks, and it oh, can sure. trickle in some monies. Uh, yeah. 
That, that, that was actually what finally bumped Sonic off the number one spot because that's now at number two. <laughs> Sonic and Call of the Wild. Just <laughs> tough weekend for them. <laughs> I mean, Call of the Wild didn't did exactly do a lot of money. Uh, Tim, I know you're into some of these uh, anime things. Uh, are you sure. a, a My Hero Academia person? Um, I, I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, I, I have heard good things about it. Um... Which I should probably check it out at at, at some point, but it's uh, I, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. Like I, I I do like anime a lot, but like I don't I'm not really interested in like superheroes. <laughs> like, um, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because I haven't really like checked it out yet. Maybe if I watch it, I'll love it. But uh, but no, I haven't really seen it yet though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> it's just, it just funny you ask because I actually did see an anime movie yesterday. I saw Weathering with you with my friend, but that's it's a very different. Yeah. Movie. Well, just notably, it's in it's in the top ten. There's a My Hero Academia movie out this okay. week, so yeah. I, I was actually surprised because I have been seeing that like uh, at the theaters, and um, I'm actually surprised it's in the top ten because I, uh, I I assume it was like one of those um, like a lot of times with these movies they'll have like you know uh, like limited one day release like for fan things you know they'll do like kind of like mm. um like a, a like a, an online broadcast or something to a couple of theaters uh but i don't know maybe this was like actually in like theaters theaters you know which uh yeah, it's cool yeah 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 uh so that is that is there uh, obviously the big thing i know you want to find out about is where brams the boy to <laughs> fell to after it's what was it number three last week? Number four? Is <laughs> one or two? I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so it fell to uh, number eight, by the looks of it here. Uh, Hell yeah! Top ten. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, the number that weirdly in this deadline article they've got two at seven because I guess they're saying they kind of tied, but they didn't. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so yeah, number seven. Uh, what, what, what's uh number I'm looking at here? Yeah, two point five million it made in its second weekend. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for the record, <laughs> that has not made ten million domestically yet. It's not hit ten. Uh, Invisible Man has outgrossed this entire run in one weekend. In fact, Invisible Man has also outgrossed the entire run domestically of Fantasy Island, which is at number 10, uh, and that only made 2.2 million this weekend uh, for a now total of 23.9 domestically. So, those two bombed, Invisible Man doing not bad. Uh, Seems to be more of a horror hit, which is good, because it's, I mean, it's a better movie than Bram's The Boy 2. So, uh, can't speak to Fantasy Island, but given it's from director of Truth or Dare, I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. I yeah, I haven't really heard many people talk about it. Uh, I guess we'll do it eventually. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Rams the boy tours worldwide. Oh, hell yeah. Now this we don't. Is where the money comes in. <laughs> <laughs> now that this doesn't include the last two days of the domestic, so this is not really a great. Thing. This is the problem with box office mojo not being. Uh, ready with its weekend figures for us recording, which it was last week mm. and usually is at this time. So I don't know what's mm. taking them longer. Uh, Tim speculated that it being a leap year uh, has uh, <laughs> changed <laughs> how they do their business. I don't, I don't know, but uh, it was worth mentioning though that Brahms was only just over ten million worldwide uh, as of Hell Friday yeah. night. 
So even with the the like the other like one point five million from the rest of the weekend added on, like it's only at like thirteen million maybe worldwide, even after Jeez. the weekend. Listen to this rich asshole over here acting like thirteen million isn't a lot of money. Maybe to you it's not. That's a lot of money to me. <laughs> yes, if I had thirteen million dollars, Tim, I'd be delighted with thirteen million dollars. But you were claiming mere weeks ago that this would be the first horror movie to crack a billion dollars. Tim, this movie is not even going to crack one hundred million. It's not even going to crack fifty million dollars worldwide. We shall see. I mean, yeah, you had to factor in uh, if it's going to have a long shelf life. Uh, you know, there might be revival screenings every now and again. Um, <laughs> you know, when some of the cheaper theaters get it, it might be a, a little bit of a hit. I don't. Know, I wouldn't completely rule it out at this point. I would. So uh, that <laughs> I could take his uh, but that's the that was the box office though. Uh, in terms of what's coming next week though, if there's anything worth guessing for, I don't know if there's any new horror movies. Let me just have a quick scan of the uh, release schedule here. Um, something called Beneath Us, which I'm not really familiar with, is apparently out next week. Idea. <laughs> I don't know what's the big movie next week. There's usually at least one big thing. Emma's out next week. Uh, of course, Emma. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got we got that. Out. Um, first cow. <laughs> Onward, Onward's an animated movie with the voices of Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, and uh, yeah, it's a new uh, Pixar movie. Is Onward Pixar? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I, that. Um, I don't think it looks very good, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll do big numbers. Yeah, not much to guess, to be honest, for next week, uh, as far as horror movies go. Uh, the next big release is probably The Hunt, uh, the, end, oh, yeah. uh, the week after that, that is. So we'll uh, discuss our thoughts and that. Uh, we've yeah. actually scheduled for that in the schedule. I'm going to have to actually see if we're getting that at the same time and uh, plop it in. <laughs> I guess I'll at least be interested to see uh, how The Invisible Man keeps doing in its second week. Um, oh. I'm sure... You know, with a big kid-friendly animated movie, I, I doubt it'll still be number one. But um, I don't know. I wonder if it'll get knocked down a lot. Or it's it's good counter programming though, because anyone who wants to avoid the kids has something to go see. So it may yeah. still do you know relatively well. Hopefully, it maybe keeps uh, keeps it. See if it keeps in the double digits, millions wise. I think that's that's a good sign. Like if we're if we're, if we're over ten million yeah. next week, I think that's a good hold. Oh. Um, the more the merrier, of course. Uh, but. <laughs> That is, uh, there you go, that's the box office. That's the box office for the week. We'll get into what news we have <laughs> as Tim's cat tries to sabotage <laughs> the show. Uh, so we have a new release date for Escape Room 2. Hell yeah. Uh, it was originally set for April and then delayed to August. <laughs> and it's Ooh. now been delayed again to December 30th. Well, Merry Christmas. This is a... A New Year's <laughs> movie now, apparently. So, yeah, I'm sure me and Tim will rush out to the theatre <laughs> on New Year's to see Escape Room 2. Uh, but, yes, so... It could be good. I think the you know the first one was fun enough that if they kind of are able to take that idea and just maybe have fun with it and try to not, not to worry too much about the story elements, which I think mm-hmm. were the weaker part of the, the movie, it, this could be fun. I agree. There's potential in the franchise. It's just, you know, <laughs> I'm not waiting with bated breath either. You know, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm muted expectations. Uh, yeah. at the very I, mean, best. I mean, like, uh, 
what two or three delays at this point isn't you know the most reassuring but mm-hmm. you know who knows yeah i mean the last movie i can think of without many delays is uh new mutants which hey maybe, maybe that'll turn out to be good we'll Ooh. find out in a few yeah. months time but i'm excited yeah that's weird. We're going to be doing like a Marvel movie on streams, Tim. That's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird feeling. We don't usually <laughs> tackle the comic book movies. That's what it is, though. Worth mentioning the two stars. I'll just say the survivors of the first film are back. Uh, I won't want to spoil it. Who it is, but uh, survivors are back. So that's cool. Uh, so that'll take us on uh, to the next article here. Uh, so Shrine, which is the new uh, film produced by Sam Raimi from Ghost House. <laughs> so so we got some casting news for this. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan, we already knew, but joining oh. him in this movie is Katie uh, uh, Asselton, who Ooh. was in Black Rock in the league, uh, who's replacing oh. Jordana Brewster, who was originally going to be in the film. So that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, also, Carrie Elwes is uh, joining the film as well. Uh, so here's oh, the description of uh, the movie. Shrine focuses on. Dis- Shrine focuses on a disgraced journalist who discovers a series of divine miracles in a small New England town that has been touched by the apparition of the Virgin Mary and uses them to resurrect his career. But the miracles may have a much darker source. Ooh. Sounds cool to me. Yeah. Oh, and William Sadler's on this as well. That's cool. I like him. Ooh, love him. I have no idea if that was sarcasm or not, Tim. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no. Hey, shut up. You haven't even seen his best movie yet. <laughs> I have seen William Sadler in way more movies than you have. I am willing to bet you money on that. I don't give a shit because you haven't seen him in Demon Knight, which is his best role. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen him in the Steven Seagal classic, Hard to Kill? Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> where he's like the I've corrupt seen... mayor who says you can take that to the bank, and at the end of the movie, <laughs> when Steven Seagal finally gets to kill him, he goes, "You can take that to the bank, the blood bank." <laughs> uh, that is pretty good. I, I don't know. I I have seen a couple of Steven Seagal movies, but I'll be honest, they all kind of blend together. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, that's fair. He's got he's got which? he's got a few that I, I quite like. Uh, he's a yeah. piece of shit in real life, oh. for the record. I'm not, I'm not endorsing Stephen Seagal's. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Sadler at first. <laughs> oh no no no, oh, Sadler seems like a nice dude. I don't know. I, 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 uh, yeah, if if you recall when I saw uh, VFW, I um, we were both in line to pee, <laughs> and I got to pee before him. <laughs> so, you didn't even that, Sadler. <laughs> you didn't even let him go first because he's the star of the movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah, I, I, I still think it's crazy. We haven't done Demon Knight. That's just like, like top tier for me. But he, if you like Sadler, you'll love him. In hey, that. Tim, he, we we finished Tales from the Crypt. We're we're, we're we're ready to go on all the Tales from the Crypt movies that came after. <laughs> we're ready to go. Um, but he, he's also very good in BFW. But that's but yeah, uh, I, I I like him though. He's great. Oh, he's great in tons of stuff. You know, he was in The Mist. He was in Shawshank. He was in... Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he showed up... Uh, he was in the, the first Roswell TV show, and he's the president <laughs> in Iron Man 3. Is there more than one Roswell TV show? <laughs> yeah, there's a, one, there's a new one on now. They rebooted it. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Which, I, let's be honest, I only know that because I do a TV podcast. <laughs> That's the sure. only reason why I know that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> what are you implying? Are you trying to say I'm some sort of closeted Roswell watcher? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on, moving on. 
Bloom Hills, Bloom Bloom Hills, Bloom House, <laughs> Bloom House <laughs> Tilt <laughs> is uh, putting out another release date for one of their movies here. Uh, so uh, Shanna Festi's social horror film called Run Sweetheart Run. Uh, that, that was uh, at Sundance Film Festival uh, described as get out meets Rosemary's Baby the terror begins when a blind date turns violent and the woman uh, has to get home through Los Angeles with her date in pursuit so it's like a chase movie through mm. LA uh, honestly that's, that's like a pretty simple but cool premise uh, sure. I'm kind of into it uh, so the, what we have now is that it's going to be releasing in theatres on May 8th 2020 so we should be getting a trailer for that in the in the near future. Uh, hopefully, that's when we get at the same time. But given that it's such a late release date, I'm going to I'm going to assume or not. This feels like one that I'm that I'm probably going to get later. So we'll have to wait for the VOD. But I mean, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. But mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so this is a new Bloomhouse Tilt film. I, mm-hmm. I, Yes, the, they'll probably be worried that like <laughs> you wouldn't understand it because there's going to be like a lot of streets, a lot of cars, a lot of stuff that might seem weird or strange to you. <laughs> you realize that I'm talking to you through Skype on the internet right now, Tim, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like where you live, though, there's like, what, one, two roads, maybe? <laughs> Tim, you realize that... <laughs> The, the island I am on had roads before your, like, overgrown colony has, right? You, you realize that? Overgrown colony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go eat uh, In-N-Out burger, yeah. Dumb American. All right. <laughs> oh, for the record, I am not an In-N-Out fan. <laughs> hey, yeah, what a burger fan? I hear there's a rivalry. <clears throat> no, I just I don't know people um uh people act like in and out is just the greatest thing in the world. And like, you know, so when you get here it's like, oh man, I gotta try it and then when you try it it's just like it's fine. Yeah, I, I've, it's I've, just like a regular burger. <laughs> I've met Matt. I'm aware of the <laughs> the attitude that certain people have about in and out. Uh um, I, I I really like Shake Shack. Um that's more of an East Coast place, but they they have like a few out here. Uh, actually, it's a little pricey, but I do think it's really good. Um, mm. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I also feel like I don't know burgers are like so easy. Like it's not like you know, I, I, I can't really think of many instances where there's like um, it's that much better than anywhere else. I don't mm. know. I, I mean, I do enjoy burgers. I have given up beef recently though, so I'm kind of uh, away from the mm. burgers, but. Uh... Mm. I, I, I try uh, some some beyond or impossible meat. I think that those are actually pretty good. Uh, I I think one of the one of the places is doing it here now, but I'd, I'd have to look into it. I know, like Burger King started doing, they have like their impossible whoppers, which we tried and we actually liked quite a bit. Uh, they actually think they're pretty good. Like it it does taste different. Like it's not like you mm. taste it and you're like, oh my god, this tastes exactly like a burger. Like no, there is a difference, but it's not bad. Like I I feel. I feel awkward about it though because I'm going to have to ask for like no mayo, and then I know they're going to look at me and go, "It's not real mayonnaise though." And I'm like, "I know, I know. It's not. It's not because I'm I'm concerned about the the dietary requirements here. I'm, I'm I just hate mayonnaise, so I don't want fake mayonnaise either." Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah, mayonnaise can get the hell out of here. Oh, I didn't realize we were aligned on this time. Yeah, I hate mayonnaise. Despite mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, in general, I I don't really like too much stuff on. on like if I get some type of sandwich or anything, I'd, mm. usually the 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 less on it, the better for me. But 
I get it. I get it. I, I, I've gotten a little bit more kind of like, you know, like there was a time when I was young where I would be like, I want the main thing on it and nothing else. Now I'll yeah. throw in some lettuce and I'll throw in, you know, a couple of things, but I'm not. Yeah, lettuce is fine. Like, I, yeah, I'm not too picky about that. Pretty much anything else. I hate onions. Not, mm. I really don't like onions, but. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, hope you've enjoyed this tangent on burgers. Mm. Uh, so yes, uh, so Ella Balinska and Pillow Azbek are going to be. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Ella Balinska is in the film, and uh, Pillow Azbek is the uh, the pursuer. So yeah, that's the, that's the stars of the film. Uh, so yeah, Oops. so that's May eighth. Uh, at least right now is what they're saying. So sounds like a, sounds like a cool little movie. You know, Bloomhouse do mm-hmm. a very hit and miss. They they make some great stuff. They make some shit mm-hmm. stuff, and <clears throat> I like the premise of this one. I just hope it lives up to what I have in my head. <laughs> yeah, no premise sounds good. Uh, I'll tell you what, I don't like the phrase social horror. Like, yeah, just call it a horror movie. <laughs> I, I get it, but I mean, I'm pretty sure Get Out has been described as that by many people. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, I mean, it it's fine, but it's just I don't know. It sounds stupid to me because <laughs> mm. it just makes me think of like social media and, and stuff, which obviously it's not the same, but it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that'll take out of the trailers this week. And obviously the big thing mm. this week, the big trailer to talk about is of course, Candyman, which is coming out in June. I'm <laughs> nervous you're going to say it more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll refrain from saying the title of the film again <laughs> for the rest of this just in case uh but yeah so uh coming from mgm this is a uh, nia da costa uh directing this who did little woods which i've do you know what i've been meaning to watch that it's been on my radar from last year it's uh it's not a horror movie it's like a little indie drama with uh tessa thompson and oh who's the, who's the other co-star oh i forget but uh but you know i heard good things uh okay. so the new film isn't actually a remake. It's just been described as a spiritual sequel okay. to the original. And because it's just called Candyman, I'm like, oh, wait, am I getting Halloween 2018 flashbacks here? Where, oh, no. <laughs> where it's like a follow-up. But the, 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 the way they call it Candyman Returns or Candyman Forever or whatever subtitle you want to throw at it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this has been produced by Jordan Peele, but he's not directing it. Uh, Nia DaCosta is, as I said. Uh, he... He also co-wrote the film, though, with Wynn Rosenfeld. So he did have a creative input on it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is pretty interesting. So we have a, a trailer which kind of sets up the the basic rule of Candyman, which is if you say the name five times in the mirror, he'll show up and kill you. And we have a bunch mm-hmm. of teens sort of doing that. And then it kind of transitions into what this movie kind of is in a more unique sense and that it's not just redoing the initial Candyman. Uh, <laughs> at least from what I remember. I've seen Candyman. It has been so long since I've yeah. seen it. I, I barely remember it. So, uh, obviously, I have actually put on the schedule, I don't know if Tim's noticed this, but I've actually put on the schedule all three Candyman movies before we get to June, so uh, we'll cool. be all caught up. But, uh, so yeah, the trailer kind of seems to show, it's, it's got um, uh, Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, which is an actor who was in Us, actually, I don't remember him in Us, but he was in Aquaman, he was Black Manta in Aquaman, and more recently, oh. though, uh, what I really know him from and what I really recognized him from was Watchmen, the that TV well. show. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, he, you know, I was going to say something there, but it was a spoiler for the show. So I'll just say he's in Watchmen uh, and he's really good in Watchmen, is all I'm going to say. Uh, mm. So. Cool. 
Yeah, yeah, I know you didn't like the show because you watched the first episode. You went, "Eh, it's another comic book." Uh, It's not that that the combo is just boring as hell. (laughs) I I respectfully disagree. (laughs) What did you think of the trailer, Tommy? Uh, I thought this was phenomenal. I was uh, I'm very very excited about this. Um, Yeah, I think uh, I'm a pretty big fan of like the you know, the first Candyman movie, uh, I have the first and second one on Blu-ray. Um, the, yeah, the, the sequels, uh, especially the third one, you know, aren't, uh, you know, spectacular in, in, in any way. But I think the first one is like a really cool special, um, movie. I, I think it is kind of different than like what people think of it as though. Cause like, I, I don't know, like, I don't really think of it as a, uh, like slasher movie, like actually, on, to use a phrase that I, I just said, I don't like. It is kind of more of a social horror movie, the you know, the original. But the um... <laughs> I don't like this phrase. Five minutes later, I have to use this phrase because it's the only thing that works. <laughs> but like, uh, it, it seems like this trailer is kind of like going more into I, I think like what a lot of people think of as, as a franchise, which is like the um urban legend kind of aspect of it and uh i think it looks cool as hell like it has um you know it looks like it has style like uh you know the you know i apologize i you know wasn't as familiar with the actor i don't remember his name but the main guy like looks like he's uh you know putting on like a really good performance it looks like interesting stuff is happening and um yeah and the uh you know uh taking the was it that uh you know uh say my name song and like kind of slowing it down doing the horror version of it is like yeah, pretty cool. yeah. uh so yeah I, I think um yeah i was already like pretty excited about this just when we didn't know much about it just yeah, you know, just because of um you know bringing the series back and um and obviously again knowing he's not the actual director but knowing like jordan peele was involved is like kind of cool but um yeah after seeing this trailer now i'm like super super excited for it yeah, the trailer's pretty solid. It feels very slick. It feels it feels kind of insane that we were getting this sort of big mainstream budget again, Candyman. Because you know yep. a lot of these franchises, like you, you have the first movie, it becomes this cult hit or whatever, and then you get the uh, sort of churned out sequels that aren't as good, that don't really have the legacy that the first one does. And yep. you know, I, I, and we've seen this with so many horror franchises. But then somewhere down the line, they decided, no, no, we're going to treat this like a, like it's a big deal again, and we're going to give it the big movie with a big trailer and. Uh, you know, I mean, even even Saw's kind of having that this year, but that spiral that's movie. It's like, hey, here's this big movie with Samuel Jackson and Chris Rock yeah. in it. Like, what? Uh, mm-hmm. So, no, nah, but it looks, you know, the, 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 so I like that the trailer starts with a simple, like, okay, here's what Candyman was. You say the name five mm-hmm. times in the mirror, he shows up and kills you. Uh, the bees and the hook, you know, the, the, the symbolic things of Candyman, right? Mm-hmm. And then it actually delves into what this is. It's this guy who comes back to this town. Mm-hmm. or comes here for the first time it's kind of unclear in the trailer but you know he's he moves to to where you know the, the chicago uh, suburb that he's is you know where Candyman takes place and he's kind of looking into things and it looks like the movie's really about Candyman kind of like either possessing him or he's becoming the new Candyman or something like that that mm-hmm. seems to be what the plot of the movie really is uh mm-hmm. but uh no i was into it uh i, I think uh I'm, I'm intrigued it makes me actually kind of looking forward to like, revisit at least the first Candyman movie not so much oh, the sequels yeah. but uh we'll definitely do those <laughs> soon i think the first one is scheduled for pretty soon so uh, it shouldn't be too long before we start digging through those but mm-hmm. 
Um, and I, I never really count or, or thought of Candyman as a slasher movie. I guess it kind of sounds like one, and you see like the poster with a hook, and you're like, yes, yeah, this looks like a slasher yeah. movie. But it never really felt like that to me from memory. It always felt like it was like, this urban legend thing. It, it felt like mm. if, if Freddy Krueger technically counts as a slasher movie, but he's kind of like as far away from it as you possibly can get, I feel like mm. Candyman's on the other side of that, where he's kind of like Freddy Krueger in a way, but he feels less like a slasher movie than Freddy does. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and and I think the the first one, um, you know, again, I don't want to go too much into it if pe- there are people that haven't seen it, because uh, I, I do think it kind of has a cult following. But, the uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's something like every horror fan has seen. Um, but like, I do think when you watch the first one, you, you are kind of surprised at the kind of like what the movie is uh, like. It's um, you know, like a. It, it's not like something like Candyman's like constantly like, you know, jumping out at people and, you know, slashing them and stuff. And like, I do feel like maybe that's kind of what they were going for more in the sequels. Like they wanted him to become, uh. you know, maybe more of like a supernatural kind of slasher kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really not what the, yeah, kind of the first one was about. And yeah, so it's like they, they, they realized the popularity and they wanted to try and like make him the next Freddy and Jason. You know, make Candyman be the next one of those. And yeah, that's not really what the first movie was going for. So yeah, I think that's kind of like what happens. Like anytime you have uh, a horror movie that has like a like very standout, recognizable um, thing in it. Like you know, obviously Hellraiser is probably you know the best example where. You know, Pinhead's not really the focus of the story, but then obviously mm-hmm. that's what people remember and um, kind of try to make into like the franchise, um, which actually is, is pretty apt because uh, Clive Barker, um, I, I believe Candyman is based on one of his stories as well. Uh, oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, um, I'm, I'm intrigued. And I, I think there's a couple of moments in this where you see like the silhouette of Candyman and it does. Yeah genuinely look it's tony todd and i know tony todd was like sort of rumored to like kind of be involved in this in some way so i do expect to see him or at least hear his voice at some point uh yeah. and i think you know that that that'll work really nicely but the, 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 yeah that, that's the, the, you know adul mateen is uh is a good actor from what i've seen and i, I think he's actually kind of perfect yes. for this role so uh that's cool that's cool news uh Candyman looks pretty good so that is uh there's a lot of big horror movies coming out in theaters this year you know that like i, I was just <laughs> when i was running down kind of what's coming out and we, you know we just obviously invisible man just came out this weekend we have quiet place 2 coming soon we're going to have Candyman. we're going to have a new saw movie there's a lot of big high profile horror movies coming out so i you know I was, I was telling my wife this the other day and you'll probably laugh at it but i do think like someone should hire me as like uh like a trend predictor or something because like every like everything i love is like the biggest thing now because like i you know i always loved comic books like way before you know it was the biggest thing and now those are the biggest movies and like horror you know i've always loved horror now there's this kind of big horror resurgence and there's all these horror movies in theaters so i mean like you know people need to come to me and you know uh and just like look at what i like and <laughs> you know they'll know what to do yeah but hellboy sucked and bombed so i mean clearly this is a flawed logic i mean <laughs> i'm not saying that like every comic <laughs> book or horror movie that comes out it's good but that's what <laughs> people want to make well no but i'm saying that you're saying that what you like ends up being a trend and i'm like hellboy didn't end up in a trend goats aren't a trend cool. <laughs> I, all, all i'm saying is uh you know comic books horror movies some of the some of the biggest things right now and it's uh you know 
because of me. <laughs> it's because of me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to the next trailer. We have Witches in the Woods. Mm. Uh, premiered at Freight Fest UK. Uh, it's about seven college friends who go off the grid snowboarding trip. Uh, it takes a turn for the worse when they get lost in the woods. Uh, it comes to VOD uh, on April 24th from Shout Studios, that Shout Factory, that, that company. Uh, so here's here's the full description and then obviously we'll talk about the trailer uh, Jill, a tenacious college freshman abandons her studies one weekend for an off the grid snowboarding trip with six friends driving through the freshly logged mountains of western Massachusetts the road, a road closure forces them onto an unmarked route into a dark forest these are very the very woods where centuries ago a dozen women were convicted and hanged for witchcraft Disoriented in the dense wilderness, the friends slam the SUV into a ditch, totaling the car. I assume accidentally. That feels like a really odd thing to do. Uh, as daytime <laughs> falls and temperatures drop, the group dynamic begins to unravel. Hypothermia sets in and violent hallucinations threaten the group's sanity. With nowhere to go for help, the group risks freezing to death or facing the horrors that lie in the haunted wasteland beyond. So... Uh, yeah, the trailer kind of shows what we just described there. It's like, you know, all these college-age kids in a car. Uh, it's freezing cold, and they start having visions of witches. And, you know, is it actually, you know, just them going psychotic? Is there actual witches in the woods that are doing this to them? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and if it is witches, then why are the witches who were, you know, and you know unjustly, you know, uh, executed... Like, why, why are they picking on these randomers? Like, I mean, th- th- these <laughs> college-aged kids in 2020 didn't contribute yeah. to their demise. <laughs> Do you think Jill will use her uh, lock-picking powers to <laughs> save the day? I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You I knew you couldn't resist making a Resident Evil joke. <laughs> I, you know, I... I do you know what my concern is? My concern is, is there's going to be a twist at the end of Act 2 where they mm. all realise they're descendants of people who were like the, the judges <laughs> and the, the executors and the, the, execu- the executioners is what I was trying to say there. Uh, like, I, I feel like that's the obvious thing that I can see them doing with this bullshit. I mean, how they'll find that out, I don't know. Yeah, but. yeah uh, the I, I just hope that at some point they are out uh, trying to outrace ghosts on snowboards. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if they do, this might be the movie of the year. Um, could be, could be. You know, I, I don't think the trailer was anything special. Uh, it, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it, it didn't necessarily excite me. But I will say I, I am going to be cautiously optimistic about this movie because it does seem to have a lot of things that I like, like – in general, I do like, you know, a getting lost in the woods movie. Like, you know, I I, I tend to like that. And uh, I, I like the snowy setting. And, uh, yeah, I'm usually pretty good on witches. <laughs> Nothing wrong with witches. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm at least, like, tentatively kind of excited about this movie. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I doubt it'll, you know, be, like, the best thing of the year. But it could be cool. Yeah, um, worth mentioning the uh, lead actress here uh, is that... Is a Patreon <laughs> subscriber? That's not what I was going to say, no. I was going to say <laughs> she was the possessed girl in the first season of The Exorcist. Just so you make more from that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I recognized her in the trailer. I just, in the article, it said, hey, her from The Exorcist. I'm like, wait, what? Who was she? <laughs> uh, so, let's go. So, directed by Jordan Barker, who directed Torment and The Marsh. 
And I say I say this every couple of weeks, but for two people who spend all year watching horror movies, and you clearly know we do because we talk about them all year, mm. uh, somehow these articles keep putting in movies like uh, that I've never heard of. Like I'm like, yeah. what are these movies like that you keep saying people have done? Because I've never heard of them. <laughs> uh, so many horror movies, so many horror movies to get through. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's Witches in the Woods. That's coming out in April. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get to it maybe soon after that. Uh, if not, <laughs> if not right away, if not right away, Timmy. So mm-hmm. we have one last trailer. Yeah. To look at, it's called Porno. <laughs> and great <laughs> SEO on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a, uh, you know, it's, it's it's not pornographic in nature. Before anyone gets too excited. Uh, now, I actually remember this <laughs> popping up in the news a while ago. I remember hearing the premise and thinking, you know, that sounds kind of fun uh so this is actually fingoria who's putting this out and it is about a a sex demon which is released into the world when three movie ushers who after the the movie theaters closed like find this old film reel and watch it together and it releases a sex demon so this is coming uh select theaters in april but it's coming to vod on may 8th so we'll probably get to it in may uh so it looks like fun though I think he skipped over the best part, though. This all takes place in 1992, which... You're right, I, uh, you're right, yeah. I like that little aspect of it. Yeah, it's always funny. I actually glossed over this, and Tim said we're not doing this trailer, and the reason why I glossed over it is because the headline on Fangoria said it takes you back to 1992, and I assumed it was just some old movie coming on Blu-ray oh, yeah. from 1992. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, so... Uh, I thought the trailer looked fun. I don't know. How do you, how yeah. do you feel about it? Oh no, totally. Um, it's uh, like I wouldn't say it completely sold me, but I mean, it, I definitely want to see it. Like it's um, like it, the the trailer and the premise has intrigued me enough that it's on my radar. Um, I wouldn't say <clears throat> that I watched the trailer and was like, oh my god, this, this looks like a you know, it it's gonna it's gonna rule. Um, yeah, I agree. It, I agree. It could, I, but yeah, I, I'm not like like I didn't love. I mean, I wasn't in love with the trailer, but I thought it looked fun. I I will say this. I, I am, I am tempering my expectations because it's given me kind of a similar vibe to like some other films we've had in the last few years, like uh, to to varying degrees of mediocre to decent to terrible. But stuff yeah. like Slice and stuff like uh, Satanic Panic, where on paper this sounds like the thing, the best thing ever that was made just for me that I'm going to love. Totally. Yeah. And then <laughs> the movies were you know either just okay or bad and. I feel like this one I want to love, but I've been hurt before, so I'm going to <laughs> go in with tempered expectations and yeah. hope that it ends up being great. I will say yeah. this, though. I'm a little bit worried about YouTube uh, taking away the advertising on the review of this one because it's called Porno. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like, Porno? Should this be yeah. on YouTube? We'll have to yeah, think about how we uh, can do that. Yeah. Um, the yeah i think well like the other movies that you're talking about there i i think you know what they all kind of have in common is that you know these are all touted as comedies you know it's mm. like like obviously it's fit for the show because it's like horror comedies uh but the I, I do think i'm a lot more lenient <laughs> with horror than i am with comedy like it's um yeah i sometimes i, I can be a, a bit snobbish or select in uh the comedy department so yes and you're definitely lenient with horror exhibit a the boy <laughs> yeah the boy is a left right um, <laughs> the, <laughs> so uh so yeah that i think that's maybe why uh yeah like you you were saying like uh you know uh, expectations are a bit tempered I, I think that's why 
it is for me as well. Like if, if it was a straight up horror movie, I'd probably be a lot more like, oh, hell yeah, I can't wait. And then if it's comedy, it's like, oh, comedy can be such a hit or miss thing. Like, uh, all right, I'll I'll see it. But um, no, I, I think it still looks pretty good. Um, it, you know what? Actually, I forgot to bring up, too. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't actually I'm, I'm not even really sure if this is a a horror movie but um uh when you went to the movies did you see a trailer for i think it's called like a like a like a promising woman or something like that no it was I like mm. it's like like a woman that kind of like she goes out and like seduces men and then brings them like she acts like a she'll go to bars and like she'll act really drunk and then people bring her home and then like they'll get like creepy on her and then she'll be like, ah, surprise. I was faking. And then, um, oh, hold on. but by faking, you mean she then kills them or something, right? Uh, well, that, that, that's what I'm not sure about. I don't know <laughs> if the, like, I'm not sure where it's going in the, in the trailer. That's why I was like, um, I, I'm not sure if it is a horror movie. Cause I don't know if it's like, Oh, she's just exposing them or if she's like, Oh, I'm going to kill you now. Uh, you know what I mean, but I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, no, I've not not uh, seen this trailer or heard about it, so uh, I might be getting the title wrong. But I thought it was something like that. Uh, but okay, yeah. Okay. If, if it is a horror movie, I, I'm sure we'll do it. Then. Maybe she um, turns into a sheep prey mantis and tries to have sex with them before cutting off their heads. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, just like the from the hit television show Roswell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, so funny about that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tim, is there's a movie that I love called Coherence that stars Nicholas Brendan, uh, who was Xander, of course, on the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that movie's about parallel universes. And there's a joke in that movie where he mentions he used to be on a TV show, and someone says, "What TV show were you on?" And he says, "Roswell." <laughs> so that, that was that was doubly funny That's to me. Funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. There you go. That's, that's 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 the trailers uh for the for the week. Uh, is there any other horror happenings uh from this week, news or otherwise, personal stuff even you would like to uh bring up? Uh, jeez, trying to think if I if I watched anything. Um, you know, we I think earlier in the week we started to watch uh that movie final wish which i think is from like 2018 uh we probably did the trailer talked about it at some point way back when uh, but oh, it was so boring <laughs> <laughs> it was really really bad right okay um, so i'll cross that off next week's to-do list <laughs> i mean if people really want us to do it i guess we can but i mean there's so much other stuff out it doesn't really seem yeah I mean, we got a lot more important like, things to do yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure I read some probably some horror comics, uh, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of comics, I read the new issue of uh, Basketful of Heads, uh, issue five from from yeah, DC Comics. I, I, I did, actually didn't get a chance to go to the store this week, so I didn't pick that up. But I, I've been liking all the issues up up to that, so I'm sure this one probably continues the the trend. <laughs> no, that was that was good stuff. No, I actually I was just saying to Tim before we started the show. I actually for the first time in ages bought a few blu-rays uh this week because oh, yeah. there was a, a little sale deal on and there's a couple of things that we talked about doing in the near future i thought oh it'd be nice to just have the, the high quality blu-rays for those mm-hmm. uh so i got simply camp two and three which is two movies that i've been meaning to get for ages because i really like those uh, sequels mm-hmm. uh i did pick up a movie called popcorn uh which you may or may not see as a bonus episode on patreon at some <laughs> point uh i picked up alice sweet alice because i like that mm-hmm. and i picked up a slasher movie called Sweet Sixteen. So I got a few because uh, uh, they were on a deal. It was like you know 
two for whatever then i got a bunch of them so uh so that was cool yeah and actually that does remind me uh yeah for some stuff that i bought um i i got the color out of space uh blu-ray um mm. which is actually pretty cheap it was like i think it was only like 15 bucks so yeah I, um kind of surprised by that but um we, you know we'll probably be doing it on this show soon i, I assume very soon um, yeah but I and I'd already seen it before, though. But I, you know, spoiler alert, I really like it. So I, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, when to get it? And then I, I pre-ordered Veronica because <laughs> I, I, I simply must own that. But then, uh, of course, I, I also pre-ordered though uh, Resident Evil Three. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did, I did that in like. I got some like Christmas money in December and just went, yeah, I'm just playing. I'm just going to pay for some video games that I know I'm going to get later. So I pre-ordered Resident Evil Three and Last of Us Two. So they're just they're just paid for. I'm just waiting for them to come out. And... Yeah, I wanted to. Um, yeah, I, I'm not always like a big steelbook guy, but every now and again I, I'll be like, oh man, I kind of want a steelbook. And then I, yeah, so that's why I wanted to pre-order uh, Resident Evil Three at Best Buy because you get a you get some DLC bullshit which I probably won't care about, but then uh, you also get a steelbook. Which I wanted. Interesting. What DLC bullshit do you get for Resident Evil Three at Best Buy? Because uh, <sighs> I was unaware of any DLC bonuses for Resident Evil Three. <sighs> Let me see. I'll look it up. I mean, it's probably some dumb thing like a cowboy hat or, <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, I, I know those. Uh, uh, those the the pre-ordered DLC as uh, the the classic costumes. You get classic costumes from the original game, but that's probably it. It's probably just yeah the the same thing um choose a which, country which i yeah maybe maybe i i didn't mean like yeah. just by exclusive it might just be the you know the same everywhere um Joe, I, I I googled this and best buy is just selling the steelbook case on its own <laughs> like without the game oh <laughs> for twenty dollars yeah. why, why not hmm. um yeah, today. <laughs> Feet. Oh, I love this. Features, right? It says Resident Evil 3 Steelbook case. Blu-ray case is constructed uh, of a separate metal piece for the front and back covers. Each attached to a plastic core, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, fine. But then the, sec- then the second thing it says, holds one Blu-ray disc. And then bullet point, it can also be used with DVDs and CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Such value, Tim. That's Such so value. <laughs> okay, uh, so that has been uh, your hard moving news and screams after midnight for the week. So thank you very much. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, the Invisible Man review episode will have been up last mm. night for patrons. We'll go up tonight for everyone else. So look out for that. Um, and go see what we thought of the movie. Uh, but thank you for, for watching. Uh, you can, of course, like and subscribe. Let us know what you thought of any of the news stories in the comments. Uh, you can, of course, get us on the Twitters at Screams Midnight. You can support the show by rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and a review. More people will find us that way. You can support us financially, of course, over at patreon.com slash TV. And yeah, the $5 tier, of course, you get uh, early access to the show uh, a day early for all the movie review episodes. But, of course, at the $1 tier, for just $1 per month, you get access to the exclusive bonus episode that we do every month. There's about 15 now in the back catalogue. The last one we just did that went out just this past week was uh, The Tourist Trap from 1979. And that was a fun conversation. So you can get access to that for just $1 per month. And you get some stuff from other shows that we do as well, not just streams. So go and have, uh, have a look-see. Uh, and I'll also take this time to thank our Patreon producers. 
For the month, so thank you to David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Sandy Palacios, uh, Tyler Hess, and Talking Superman. Thank you to you guys. So that has been us. So thank you once again. And, then, for, oh. and uh, if you're promoting stuff too, look out for... Uh at some point we'll be doing a stream this month. oh yeah of course yeah uh because we're over the goal amount for the month uh at least for the month of march there will be a, a live stream with me and tim i've actually set a date we should probably do that today tim we should probably think about when we want to do that uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, yeah I was, it's still early like i mean the month literally just started but i'm, I'm assuming it'll probably be um you know more towards the middle yeah and endish of the month but it'll be there <laughs> yeah i mean if at last time's end to go by it'll be like a monday or tuesday somewhere in the yeah. middle of the month so uh look out for that streams after midnight uh yeah streams after midnight. Yeah. i said that right yeah okay <laughs> thank you very much guys uh so for once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies and we'll see you next time <laughs>